You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech fan number 175, special guest Owen Rubin. We're going to talk a lot about television at the beginning of this episode, and then we get into the really geeky tech stuff uh, after the break. Stay tuned, check it out, and uh, thanks for downloading. And it is tech fan number 175. I am Tim Robertson. As uh, you guys know, if you listened to the last episode, David Cohen is taking a cruise around the UK. So as uh, it's kind of per usual, I don't know if he even knows this, the most used, I guess, <laughs> or at least the most asked um, fill-in host on tech fan by far is Owen Rubin. And he's with us today. Hey, Owen. Seriously, I am. I didn't yeah, that. ten episodes you've done. We've this is wow, episode okay. one seventy five. You've done ten of them. Am I going to have to start talking with an English accent? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. He's from the UK. I'm from the US. You'd have to probably go South African. South African. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't or Australian, maybe Australian. Australian. But, but yeah, it's you are by far the the. You, I guess you could say you're you're kind of. Um, well, who was a big co-host? I'm the Joan Rivers of the Tonight Show. No, Joan Rivers. She didn't co-host it as much as uh, what's his name did. Uh, Bob Newhart. Bob, but really? Yeah, Bob I Newhart thought, did it a bunch of times. Rich, Rich Little. The, who was the guy who did? Who did? Um, you got to talk into the. You got to talk into the phone. Sorry, I, by the way, I'm on. I apologize to everybody for my sound here. I'm on my iPhone 5s with a pair of headphones because. Skype won't let me install on any of my computers right now. Well, it installs. It just doesn't run. Yeah, it does. You try to sign in and nothing happens, and it gives you yeah. weird error codes. So I'm sorry about that. So wasn't Rich Little? He, he used to do the Tonight Show a lot. He too. did, too. I know. But I was listening to a podcast, uh, Marin's uh, WTF, and uh, it, it was a good episode, but I don't know. I, I, thought, he, I, thought, I, I thought Newhart was. Okay. Because he said that he actually filled in for Newhart or for uh, Carson for like uh, two or three weeks during a dispute for money. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So I'm wondering if because of that, he's got the record. I don't know. Not that, uh, it, not that it matters. Bob Newhart. Such a great, great oh, comedian. I loved his dry humor and his bits on... You, it, it's him talking on the phone, but you only hear, of course, him. Right. And, yeah, no, uh, the, and did, you, did you watch his show? Did you used to watch his TV show? Oh, absolutely. He, he had the best ending. I don't know if it's a, this is a spoiler alert, right? The best. It's ending. a spoiler for what thirty five years ago. Years yeah, ago. I think the we're best okay. ending to a show. Yep. Uh, so he had he two shows. That's right. Well, he had the he had the original Bob Newhart show, which was uh, him and Suzanne Plachette. Yep. And I can't remember what he did for a living. Was he a was he a psychologist? I think. I believe he was a psychologist. Or psychiatrist. Yes, yeah. yes, he was because on the second show he was an innkeeper. Innkeeper, right? Yep, up in the the Hamptons or something. Mm -hmm. They had this beautiful. And at the last episode of that show, where he was an innkeeper, uh, he wakes up in the middle of the night, and Suzanne Plachette is sitting next to him, and he goes, "I just had the most horrible dream." And he would—they were on the set of the old show. They rebuilt yeah, the that set. It was, yeah, the bedroom set. It was hysterical. Yeah, so uh, that, that the whole a, second show was just a dream. Just a dream of the character from the first show. I thought Be best ending ever. 
And, you know, on that interview, they never even mentioned that. And I thought, man, that's that's a piece of television history and lore there. I mean, that I agree with you. I think it it, it ranks up there within the top three of yeah. all-time greatest C- series finales. The best, in my opinion, was Six Feet Under. Um, I, you know, I never... I was never a six feet under fan. I, you know, the, I think I saw the last episode. Yeah, where it, it basically goes like a hundred years into the future. Every ten minutes, it's another ten years or something, and it's you see how each character eventually dies, and what happens to, to the family. It was fantastic. Right. I have to like Next Generation ending, but only because I was at on the Paramount lot. Oh, that was when, a great episode too. I would I would yeah. put it up in the top ten. It wouldn't make my top three, but that. Because it really tied in with the very first episode of the series. Yes, it, it did a big full circle. Uh, it showed the future a little bit of the of a possible future. I like I like that a lot. Yep. And I, so I was working for a company called Berkeley Systems at the time. Uh, some people may go, I remember that name. They yep. did the screensavers. To- screensavers, the flying toaster screensavers. Yep. And we had worked on the uh, Star Trek screensaver. Pattern. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember I had that. Met Michael Akuda. The guy who was the special effects guy, and we actually got real video, real, real graphics feeds from him in the screensaver. So when you see some of those screens in that system, they were the ones that were actually used on the set. That's awesome. So I got invited down to Paramount. We got three of us got invited, and we got to go down there for the final episode uh, premiere, which we got to see in a big auditorium with the whole cast. Wow. And went to this cast party. It was actually very, very cool. Uh, I still have this. There's a picture of me sitting somewhere, sitting on the Deep Space Nine set. Oh, that, we, I like. We got see, t- Deep Space Nine was my show. That's the I, liked, I, liked. I loved that show. Yeah, I thought Which it was also more mature. It did. Also had a good ending. Yeah, but you know, it had a good ending. But I wanted a follow up, and they never mm-hmm. ever gave us a follow up. I was hoping there'd be a movie on that. Or yeah, what happened to in. Cisco? I mean, right. it, 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 yeah. I don't want to say it's yeah. a great ending because I it was. I want an ending that wraps things up, which is why I didn't like the Sopranos episode. Yeah, uh, and Sopranos did, left way too many questions. Well, and they did that because I think they, they really did plan on making a movie, which obviously they cannot do now. They cannot do now. No, yeah. you can't do that's anything sad. with Sopranos ever. I mean... Yeah, that's too bad. He was the Sopranos. <laughs> well, you can, if you, but you just have to show him from the back of the head all the time. No, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Even from the back but of so the head, you know who hot, he is. This brings up a hot button for me. So I want... I've always said, ideally, if I could, if I could do one thing, ideally, with TV, I want a contract with viewers that says when a s- series is canceled, they have to do one more episode to wrap it up. Oh, I would totally be on board with Cause that. Because it drives me crazy when you get invested in a series, and then it just ends. They just there, pull the plug on it. There was a series that, and this was probably ten years ago, because I see the kid who was on the series is an adult, and I've seen him in other things, and it still messes. And it, I could tell it's him. The, our whole family was into it, right? And it Which was called one? Surface. I remember Surface. And it ended on a cliffhanger. This, this yep. whole town gets flooded, and yep. the monsters are in it, and that's it. And I wanted to know how what happened next. I, I had to know, and we'll yeah, never know. Yeah, of course know. you don't. There was a series on Showtime called Odyssey 5 that I felt that way about. Odyssey 5 could have been, had it actually probably been on a real network, that got bigger, at that time, bigger viewers. Um, the next X Files, so it's the story revolves around five guys on the Odyssey uh, space shuttle, and why they're in orbit around the Earth. They watch the Earth blow up, hmm. and they're just you know there's a, there was a great scene in the first episode where you know they get blown out of orbit and they're kind of drifting, 
and they they can't contact Earth, obviously, because you see it get like sucked into what looks like a black hole and disappear. Um, and they're looking out the window, going, "What happened? What happened?" And a pickup truck rolls by the the Odyssey the, uh, <laughs> space shuttle. This is kind of floating in space, and he's kind of like, "Well, there's no one home." Uh, and they get uh, an alien finds them just before they're ready to die and basically says, well, I can't send you your bodies back, but I can send your minds back to your bodies five years ago. Awesome. And you have to go figure out what happened and try to prevent it from happening. And that's the, the real quick opening. And then you see these guys, like the first guy, he wakes up in bed and now he's got all his memories from the next five years, but he's five years back. Interesting and concept. On, yeah. And one woman's on a spacewalk on, on the shuttle and all of a sudden she's got all her memories and remember seeing the earth blow up and here she is in orbit around earth again. And, um, they went, they started this whole series. They even had a contest. They were going to have this contest. If you could guess, you know what happened and then they just canceled the series. Oh, I hate that. It was getting really good and they were starting to, you know, there was, uh, there was creatures that lived in the internet, you know, that, that, that was just starting to imply that there was, there was a, there was a life form that lived in the internet, you know, hmm. and, and, and there were people that weren't really people. They were, um, there were something else. And you could, if you shine an infrared camera at them, you could see they weren't warm and they were <laughs> infiltrating the earth, right? It was very X-Files ish. It was very well done, but I think they just didn't get the viewership on Showtime that they needed. And I was like, what happened to these guys? You know, did they stop the earth from blowing up? Or, you know, yeah. I guess if they didn't, the earth blows up again and they're just in a big cycle over and over and over again. Groundhog Day. Well, but I, they would have to blow, they'd have to save it. That's that's how it always works, isn't it? Right. They, eventually yeah, I mean, they. Dozens. And wait, wait a minute. The, the latest series, they just canceled um, Revolution, which I liked. They canceled Revolution? Yeah, Revolution's been canceled. Oh. Yeah, I think it's Revolution's the one with the nanos that are. Yes. Yeah, they canceled it, so you'll never know how that ends either. So uh, I actually liked that show. I thought it was it was a. Pretty I really good liked twist. it. It's they had two seasons. Let's see. They canceled that. They canceled um, being almost human. Right? Yeah, almost but human, that's which I that had potential. But well, but here's the problem with that show, and I've actually said it on on this podcast in the past. That's because of Fox. The reason yeah. it didn't take off is because of Fox. They were showing episodes out of order. Wait, wait, that's never happened before. Yeah, it's Firefly. <laughs> Firefly, yeah. Um, there's a series that I'm watching right now that hasn't been picked up for a fourth season, but all current or past three seasons are on Netflix. You're a Netflix subscriber? I am. Well, no, we're, we're, we get the CDs. We don't get the streaming. Oh, yeah, get the streaming. Well, it's no, so we tried, I tried the streaming, and everything we wanted to rent wasn't on streaming. Um, I, have, hmm. I, I am an Amazon Prime customer, so I get a lot of stuff on Prime. Yeah, but so I, when I got Netflix, I said, "Well, there's nothing here I can't get on Prime." Really, this is a show. Uh, I just found out that it's actually on the Sci-Fi Channel, but it comes from Canada. <laughs> okay, what's it and called? It's called Continuum. Oh, I love Continuum. Okay, I didn't know if you had been watching Great that. I'm show. I'm about halfway through the second season right now. I just started watching the first one on Netflix on a lark, and oh, I just ex- got completely excellent. sucked in. And the, the it left on a cliffhanger. The, uh, the season three. Season three left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, well, there's a big campaign. It right left now on an too. oh shit cliffhanger. And, the, okay. and if, in fact, if you go to EP Guides, what does EP Guides say? Well, don't give me too They're, much about it. No, no, no. I'm not gonna give you. That. I just want to see what they say about it. If they say it's been picked up yet. It hasn't. I just checked it two days ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm hoping that. Yeah, it said uh, in stasis. I think is what they said. Yes. They weren't sure if it was going to be picked up or not. But, uh, yeah, a very, very, very good show. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you, though. I think there should be, not with a contract with the viewers, but with a contract with the showrunners. 
that yes. if we decide not to and, pick and up the networks, yes, the networks. yes, that's what I mean. The networks have to make this agreement with uh, the showrunners. We will give you one two-hour movie, TV movie, to wrap up your show. To wrap up the show, I think that should. I, you know, I, I wish there was a way to make users and viewers revolt. You know, but you can't get everybody to turn their television off if right. they do that. But it drives me nuts. I mean, I can think of probably a half a, do- a couple dozen shows that just ended. Yep. What happened to the poor saps and time tunnel way back when? You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> they never ended. I mean, that ran that ran fairly long, and they never ended that. And the thing is, we are, and I've said this before <laughs> as well. And I, I, some people want to disagree with me, but I, I think the evidence is overwhelming. We are in a new. And the best golden age of television. Television programming has yeah, never ever again. been. Oh, it's it's more than coming around. It's been here for the last I'm going to say eight to ten years. It's the best programming that television has ever ever seen, and it's because we have so many more choices. I mean, they have as, to do better. To, as to much as I like The Sopranos, and I am a huge Sopranos fan, Breaking Bad is the best thing that's ever been on television. I hate to admit, I've never watched that. Oh my God, it's so good. Oh. That's one of those ones we're going to have to rent because uh, and binge watch because everybody tells me I have to get that. Well, just subscribe to Netflix for a couple months and you can watch them all right there. There you go. It'd be cheaper. And uh, it's just, it, it's such a good show. But with the proliferation of the cable channels, with Netflix, for instance, with House of Cards, with what Amazon is doing with their original programming, they've got a ways right. to go. But there's, I, I watched all the the. These are shows we're thinking about picking up, right? Um, and a couple of them were just fantastic, and they picked up the ones that I was hoping for. Uh, it's cool. never been another, and there's never been a better time to be a fan of television viewing. It's just the best it's ever been. And there's even some good bad TV. I don't know how else to say that. Uh, I'm a real fan of the Nerdist. The, uh, hey, what's his name? I'm gonna go blank. I just went blank on his name. The guy, it, it does at midnight. Do you watch at yeah, midnight? Yeah, uh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Yeah, I, I he's got a whole network of shows now that are sort of coming out on podcasts. They're yep. actually, uh, they're actually pretty damn good. Um, yeah, I, that's the other thing. The, the what's online, and the problem with them being only online is it's so hard to find and learn about these really great shows. Exactly. And YouTube does an okay job. I like I, there's shows that I like on YouTube. I, I agree, but I, I don't. There's never been a better time. The fifties, yep. no. The sixties, I think the sixties was the worst time in television history. Uh, the seventies was starting to get better, but again, it's the same problem with the, the previous decades. There was only three basic channels and, and places that you're going to watch show. The Dukes of Hazard, everybody watched. Let's see, what do we have here? We had ABC, NBC, CBS, obviously. Yep, and then we a couple had, local we, channels. Then we had a PBS channel. Yep. So we had local PBS channel, and we had always had our local channel, this KTVU in our area, yep. which is now a Fox affiliate. But, yep. Uh, and then there were a couple local channels that showed reruns of things. Bruce Lee for, movies and Godzilla movies and yeah, crap yeah. like that, yeah. We always Missed had WGN it. here because we were close to Chicago, so we could pick WGN. that up. Well, you know, it's funny. When I, in the late 70s, early 80s, I had a backyard and you know one of those 10 foot dishes that make, make your neighbors all hate you um you still see those rusting around in the countryside occasionally yeah you do uh and i used to get wgn I used to watch wgn because that that was one of the super stations that was on the satellite yeah so, and it was well 
good friend of mine was a real Cubs fan. I became sort of a Cubs fan because I watched a lot of Cubs baseball. Uh, I, this is funny. I miss those days because I had when with this big backyard dish, I had access to a lot of television. Yeah, I could watch all the CBC channels in Canada, and there was some good stuff up there. And it was always interesting to watch the news from Canada instead of the news from the U.S. Well, it was probably more informative. Well, well no, actually, I wouldn't say the, that. Back they would in say this... more about the U.S. than they would say about themselves. Well, right well, yeah, like um, they do. But as fun as that may have been. And like I said, we all watched the A Team. We all watched Dukes of Hazard, right? Right. Those are terrible shows. They don't hold up at all. They're just the acting is so ham fisted. Um, it's basically the same plot episode after episode. It doesn't really go anywhere. There's zero character development ever. It's very simplistic television that was designed for eight year old boys, but everybody watched because we didn't have a choice. There was nothing else on. Yeah, and but today there's have... some good. St- I mean, what's your top? What are your to- what's in your top list right now? What's oh, in your top five. Top five. Do you watch? Do you watch the last ship? Uh, yes, I do, and I'm enjoying it. I I thought this is going to be a show that's going to start off grounded in reality, and it did, and then it's just going to go way <laughs> out there, and it's gonna it's going to be so unrealistic that I'm going to end up hating it, and that hasn't been the case at all. I've enjoyed. Every episode. It, it's been done very well. The minute that ship gets attacked by a giant octopus, I'm done. Okay? Yes, exactly. That, that's that's the key. You know, I remember when uh, uh, Sequest, which I thought started as a great idea of the show, and, and I was a fan of the star of that show, who played in 2010. Um, oh, I can picture him in front of me. It's not coming to my head right now. But, of course, they got attacked by a giant octopus. And I said, okay, I'm done. That's it. We're done. You know, the giant octopus is the killer of a, of a show. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Under the Dome? Nope, I don't watch that. I actually under the dome. I read the book. I had read the Stephen King book, and that mo- that TV show started out very close to the book for quite a while. The problem is in the book, the book ends. Right? Marvel so, uh, Agents of Shield. I have not watched that. It started out strong, got really kind of. Eh. I thought it started kind of turning into the threat of the week, and then about three quarters of the way through the series, it did an about face, and it just. Uh-oh got awesome oh it did it yes. got better it got okay. much well what happened was the captain america movie came out uh, and i don't want to i don't want to spoil what of happens course. in captain america but it made everything change in the television sh- oh, so show did they tie they tied to the oh completely to, very good for in them. fact in the last episode sam jackson shows up and so really? yeah and and it just got so they really good. did tie that's very cool yep. uh falling skies Fox Guys is very good. I like it. it. I know it's got one more season and they're done. I, I'm actually glad. I, yep. You know, in in the UK, and, and I wish our UK buddy was here to tell us about that, they do series where they end. Yes, and they're they, doing they, that in the US, and they have been for a while. And I kind of like that. I like us. So, like, um, I liked Life on Mars, the, 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 the UK version. And then the US did a version, and they completely changed the ending, which was disappointing. But, yes. Um, I like these ideas of, of a bunch of series that end. Or if they start the series, they start a new show the next time, and it's a whole new story arc. So here's a couple of more of mine. You can give okay. me, if you watch these, probably my favorite new show that it was, an, it was a smaller uh, season was Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire was very good. I, the funny part is the guy who played the actor was the actor on Pushing Up Daisies. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? And I, I loved that show. It was such a silly concept, but uh, it's good to see him come back. And it, and he's a good actor because he was a really n- 
lovable character in Pushing Up Daisies, and you really kind of hated him in Halt and Catch Fire. Well, until the end. Until the end. And this returns in 2015, according to the schedule yes. I'm looking at. Yep. Uh, uh, I watched Halt and Catch Fire. Okay. Uh, Fargo? Oh, my God. Fargo. For I only being show. one season. That was a great is show. Is already in my top ten of all time. It was that just was a, that so good. So well done. And it comes back in twenty fifteen. Right. I know and I know this is tech fan and we're talking about television, but that's okay. Sorry. No, I'm having fun. I don't usually get to talk about stuff like this. Uh and I'm le- by the way, I'm leaving out some of the reality shows I like. Um I don't Louis. watch much reality. What's a Louis? I don't know Louis. Louis is Louis C. K. Oh, he's a great guy. He's um, hysterical. You, particularly, will really, really like his show. Is that a Comedy Central thing? No, it's a FX channel. FX, okay. And FX is doing a lot of stuff this year. You know what FX is doing that not a lot of other stations have done yet, but they're all starting to fall in line? That is, they're giving complete creative control to the showrunners. And that's what that they it? did with Louis. When Louis approached them about doing a show, and actually, I think they approached him, he said the only way he would do it is if he had complete control, and they said, it's, fine. It's four years old already. Wow, I didn't know that. But there's only been three seasons because he needed to take some time off between seasons two and three to kind of recharge and think about where he wants to take it next. Cool. When I'm looking here, the first season was uh, June 29th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Season two was June 2011. Season three was 2012. And then season four is this one, May four, May 2014. Yep. It's fantastic. So he, took, he took a year off. Okay, I... That's something I have to check on. Let's Arrow, see I love Arrow. I, th- I didn't think I thought Arrow was going to be pretty schlock. I did too, I but it's not at episode, all. But it's done. I thought well it was going to be more like Smallville, which I didn't enjoy. Yes, that's what I thought too. And it's not. It's the same network too, so I was kind of surprised about that. And here's the thing: if you go and look for a torrent of the fl- new Flash TV show that's coming out in October, and it's yeah. just coming out in October, so you might as well wait. I actually went and torrented it and downloaded. Yeah, it first, someone said I got the first episode got leaked. leaked. Right? It's fantastic. And what's it? What's the new one you're talking about? It's Flash. A Flash. Yeah, yeah. because Flash had his origin previews. in Arrow. Oh, Barry Allen did. Of course. Did. Yes, of course. So they tie into it. True Detective was okay, but I never finished the first season. Yeah, I didn't get it. It was that. just the, weird. The Blacklist. The bla- It. You know, I liked it when it first started. And I I'm love really, James Spader. I'm a James Spader fan as well. He's just fantastic. Yep. And he was in one of my all-time favorite shows, Boston Legal. Boston Legal, yeah. But I don't know. Well, he and William Shatner in Boston Legal we just made that show. Oh, it's absolutely. Really no question. Well, you know, you say that, but then you start looking at some of the other actors and actresses that were on there, and they were oh, they were all good. There was a great cast, but the, the, the two of those guys hitting off each other was just, just, to me, made me smile every episode. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead. I have not watched The Walking Dead. It's uh, an intense show. But, you know, when I knew it was coming out, because I had read the comic, I thought, oh, it's just going to be wall-to-wall zombies. And it kind of starts off that way. I'm not a fan of that kind of show. Neither am I. That's just it. It doesn't do anything for me. But this show is so good. The acting is great. There's so many character arcs. And you never know who's going to die, because they don't... The, the first episode followed the comic book, and then that was it. Then it's okay, This is a graphic thing. novel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it follows its own thing, <laughs> but it's so good. Um, you watch Defiance? No. No. The Goldbergs. I've liked Defiance, but it's uh, it, it, it better it better do something good soon. Otherwise, I'm going to give up on it as well. Yeah. So. 
How about the uh, uh, the Goldbergs? Did you watch that? No. I'm not a big is. fan of half-hour sitcoms, but this is a sitcom. Not this, even Big Bang Theory? <laughs> no, I never, I, I've watched it, and I've, I thought it was oh, okay, and it was funny. That's one but of my favorite shows. I, I can't get into the, I, I'm just not a big sitcom guy. But the okay. Goldbergs takes place in the 80s. Okay. And the voiceover and the acting. Is it, it's and, animated? No, no, it's oh, no. live action. Um, it's cool, just. just at the Goldbergs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, that if I saw that, I'm looking at the, I'm I'm looking on a, a, a site called EP Guides. I don't yeah, know if you know EP Guides. I do. And if I saw that picture, I would never watch it. Right, neither would I. But we just, it was coming on, and my wife and I were like, "Yeah, let's watch this." George and Siegel does he play as uh, grandfather? Wise, wise cracking. He ass? does. Yeah, of course. That's that probably what makes that show. Mm, no, actually, it's the whole cast. It's it's mm-hmm. real. I think the mom makes the show. To be honest. Uh, I would suggest. From, what, what is she from? Um, you wouldn't. She doesn't. The picture, her cast picture, looks nothing like her. Oh, okay. But if you just watch the very first episode of the Goldbergs, you'll love it. It's just really? that good. Yeah, it's really okay. good. Uh, I'm really bummed out about Revolution. And the reason I got my list, I went to uh, XfinityTV.Comcast.net because I have you know Comcast, and okay. I'm looking at my DVR manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's funny. I'm looking at on EP guides. You can save your favorite shows. I'm looking at that list that I watch there. Um, uh, and I'm just kind of scrolling down. I was a Madman Madman fan. Never got into to, it. You had to either get into it or not care about it. And I hate to admit this, but I really like Once Upon a Time. I you know I've heard good things. It's one of those that I know eventually I'm going to watch. I'm just kind of waiting for a while. Um, yeah, it's it's you'll either hate it completely or you'll like it. And I. I thought it was a very clever premise of bringing uh, storybook characters into the modern world. Yeah. And I think they're struggling. It returns in September again, but I think they're struggling like crazy to say. And they're, they're merging, you know, they're merging groups, you know. Did, did Snow White ever actually meet the Wicked Witch from Oz, okay? You know, they're starting to merge things because they're just running out of things to do, I believe. Interesting. Um, Sons of Anarchy. I've heard people say good things about that. I have oh, not watched it. It, it had, I'm going to say, it had one and a half of not very good seasons, but the rest have been fantastic. But it is an arc. And okay. the, the the showrunner, who's actually on the show occasionally, uh, although <laughs> not past this last season. Um, That's been going since 2008. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's so good, man. And, well, see, so there's your proof. It's an FX, yeah. yeah. There's your proof again that it's a TV was. TV has gotten really good. And right. he said he said next year is the last season, and FX has tried to talk him into going longer, and he said, no, it ends where it ends, and that's next season. And they I list, love that. They list six episodes right now for for, two, for 2014. Uh, oh, so it's going to come up towards the end of this year. This Well, that, that, that's all they list so far. Uh, that, and doesn't mean, that doesn't mean it won't go any further than that, but right now the they list one through six through October 14th. Here's one that I know for a fact you like, and, and I'm... I think it's only been two years, and I know it's been renewed for one more season, and this looks like it's going to be it. Uh, and it has been one of my favorite shows, to be honest, which it's Sirkin, so big surprise. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The Newsroom. I don't watch The Newsroom. Oh, my God. You should totally watch The Newsroom. Yeah? Oh, it's so good. What? Hang on a second. I'm going to look that one up. Where is that? What's HBO. What is that on? The new- yeah, see, I don't get HBO. Ah, uh, there's a... So this is going to sound funny. The, but going back to your original premise, there is so much good TV. 
I canceled HBO. I canceled Showtime. I canceled all the premium channels. I mean, here's the problem. There's a lot. Right now, my DVR gets full as it is, just watching stuff that that I think I might want to watch and never get to. Okay, um, and I, I'm already paying a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, you know, or eighty nine dollars, whatever it is, to get those channels. And when it was a hundred and thirty five dollars a month, it was, and I just said, you know what, forget it. I got, I've got streaming Amazon. We've got Netflix on DVD. We've got, you know, I've got my Voodoo box, which I can download any get any movie I want on it, you know, and pay per use. And we have more than enough to watch. So I gave, I gave up the premium channels. Let's uh, take a quick break, Owen, for our uh, affiliation commercial, and okay, okay. Uh, we will be right back. Hi there. How are you? It's the Governor. Do you know how I got my huge muscles? Well, do you? I worked out every day and ate my vegetables. Now I'm learning how to grow my very own on the Your Own Victory Garden podcast. It's only on the Stoplight Network. I'm a gardener, you idiot. No, it's not a tumor. It's compost. Don't go to the chopper. Get to the raised bed. Hasta la vista, baby. And we are back and... uh of course, on the podcast, uh, I almost said David. On the podcast here, Owen, uh, it's only been like a minute, but for us, it's been about twenty minutes because I actually right. sent you a link to uh, to a show. Yeah, damn you! I'm gonna have to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, a problem with a company uh, well, about an so SSD. I'll, I'll back up with that. So I, you know, my I just bought my wife. She's had a MacBook Air for uh, for a while. In fact, it came it came from someone at my Mac. It's um, so she's had this MacBook Air, and it's just starting to get slower and slower. And we've replaced the SSD once in it because that Apple did a nice warranty kind of thing on that. But she wanted a faster machine, so we went down to the Apple Store and we looked at the new. So I looked at the new MacBook Air, and I configured it the way I wanted to. And the guy from Apple walks up and says, he looks at what I've configured on the screen, and he goes, he goes. Well, if that's the way you're going to configure this, why don't you just buy the MacBook Pro 13? And he says it's actually cheaper. Yep. Comes with a retina. Comes with a retina display, and it's only a half a pound heavier. So we ended up buying a MacBook 13 for her, and I have a MacBook 13, but I have the one before I had an SSD in it. All right. So I set up her machine, and my jaw dropped at just how friggin' fast this thing is with an SSD drive inside. Oh my God, it, it booted in no time at all and everything launches quickly. And I, so I said, I'm going to go get an SSD for my MacBook. Because I have a MacBook Pro. It's a three, you know, it's a three gigahertz i7 or whatever. It was an i5. I can't remember. It's a, it's a fast processor. It, the machine works great. I don't need a new computer. I actually like the optical drive. I still use it. So um, I, I wanted to, so I said, I started searching online for SSDs and I found this company, NCIX. Um, they're actually a Canadian company, but they have an NCIX U.S. company. They have a U.S. arm. And okay. I saw this. They had a one terabyte SSD drive and it from uh, Crucial. I don't know if you know the name Crucial. Sure. Uh, so they had a Crucial at $379.99. I said, holy crap, that's a good price. It's about 100 bucks below what the other ones are costing. And on the screen it said... Uh, 39999 savings code blah 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 special price ends 8272014 so I added it to my cart and I said you know it was like 10 o'clock at night I said you know what I'll, I'll come back tomorrow morning because 
I, I have told 827 for this thing to be done. And it's still and, uh, not 827, by the so, way. It was, it was the 14th, by right. the way. And it's still not 827. Right. It says the 22nd, right. And um, so I so I, I wanted to really look up to make sure it would really work in my machine because I didn't know if it would, right? I didn't really know if this thing was going to was gonna work in the machine, if it would fit, if the size was right. Did I need to buy anything else? I wanted to do a little research. So, um, Isn't it a good uh, consumer, Will? Yeah. So... Um, so I came, I, I found out, yes, it will work. I might need a little, a little grommet to hold it in place. Cause it might be a little thinner than the drive that's in there. So I went back and my shopping cart was empty, which, you know, not unusual. That happens if you don't, you don't use it at empties overnight. So I went back to the link that I had, that I found the sale on and the price was four seventy nine. It's a little bit more money. It was a hundred bucks more. Hmm. And I said, so I said, well, wait a minute. And it says special price ends eight twenty seven. So I said, wait a minute. It was three seventy nine, or three sixty nine. I can't remember exactly. Yesterday, so I I called them. I called, and this guy answers the phone. After you know, I have, I'm on hold about fifteen minutes, and and uh, he says basically, well, you know, that price ended yesterday. And I said, no, it says on your website the price ends on the twenty seventh. Well, that was a special price for just yesterday. I said, it doesn't say that anywhere. I'm looking at the page. So I still had the page open, right? And they refused to honor their price. Now that price of four ninety four seventy nine is the price today is now five oh four. Wow. And the price of four seventy nine also said it was good through eight twenty seven. So I, this guy, these guys are just bait and switch and false advertising is all I can figure out. They refused to do anything. He said he would match Amazon's price and beat it by two dollars. <laughs> And I said, why would I buy it from you after you lie? What so I'm just not. And he said, he goes, well, you know, we're, we're, we're the cheaper price. I said, I said, I want the price you promised me in, in the ad you, I, I followed that you said was good. Till, and then they refused. They just said, absolutely no. Wow. That's pretty heinous as far as I'm concerned. It is heinous. It's just like, uh, you know, I, I vote with my wallet. And, and now I actually just while I'm talking to you. I went back to their website. Uh, and I look, it says Crucial M550 SATA 1 terabyte. says 50404. So their price, their price, their guaranteed price of 479, it was not even held through the date. And the special pri- offer is gone. So, I mean, they don't even, they don't even, they don't even follow their own rules. And the fact that they don't care. So I've actually filed a Better Business Bureau complaint because I think this is, this is bait and switch and, uh, false advertising and they have refused to answer BBB really yeah so you know what I'm just telling I just want people to know I you know I hate to I hate to say vote with your wallet but NCIX NCIXUS.com I would just avoid them like the plague and it's my own fault I should have just gone to OWC or a place like that <laughs> anyway I, I know you're know probably damn, saying that because just no damn better that I should just gone where I knew to go to yeah uh, but their prices were a little higher and I thought well this is a great this is a great price on this thing so, you know, I, I will normally buy where the, the where customer service is excellent, and I've had incredibly good service from OWC. And I'm not plugging them because you have anything to do with them. I'm plugging them because they're good. Well, you know, there, uh, there's I, – I had choices when it came to taking a job on one. You did. Um, that's right. You know, you, you were on the etern- internal MyMac staff where yep. I, I read a really long email on 
my job situation because I stopped working at Max Specialist in December, and they actually went out of business in May or June. So sorry to hear that. Yeah, so was I. I put a lot of time and effort into that company. I completely rebranded it, and you know. Anyways, um, I had other job offers, and I, I don't. I'm not going to go into specifics here on this show, um, but all things being equal. And they weren't. But if all things are being equal in my decision-making process, I had to go with a company that I knew. I knew OWC. I had been yeah. working on and off. You know, look, I did you've OWC been, you've Radio. You've been attached with him for quite some time. Yeah. Now, and, you know, back in 2009, I started OWC Radio after Guy right. Searle and I went there to Woodstock, Illinois. At the time, that was their location. It still is, but they've got more now. Um to do a podcast and the recording was terrible and we ended up not using it but i really like that company and that's where the idea of owc radio came from and i i wrote a proposal they accepted i wasn't an employee at the time and i did that show for you know a year almost yeah about a year that's right yep and then when i left that show um i didn't really have a choice i didn't want to leave doing that podcast owc radio because i was having a lot of fun doing it it was really starting to pick up it was getting a big audience uh but I went to Mac Specialist, and there was a reason I had to leave OWC, and it wasn't right. because of Mac Specialist, and it wasn't because of OWC. It was a third time. No, it was a third party. <laughs> okay. That that I'll, I'll leave it at that. They felt like it was a conflict of interest. Yeah, or something. Or yeah, something. Okay. And so yeah. when I stopped working at Mac Specialist after three and a half years, um, you know, I took the first month and a half off of anything. Just kind of like, huh. <laughs> Sometimes you need to do that. You need to you need to plug in and recharge. Right. Or unplug and recharge. Unplug and recharge, yeah. And uh, I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it actually is true. And I reached out to uh, OWC again. I said, would you guys be interested in relaunching OWC Radio? And we'd call it OWC Radio 2.0. We'd start from the beginning again. It's not just picking up where we left off. Didn't they... They continued it for a short while. They continued it for about a year. And about it was year, kind yeah. of, uh, it was a bunch of employees and it was a roundtable discussion. I liked it. I thought it was a good show. Yeah, it was actually not bad. I, it, I did listen to it. But bit. I think the people who originally subscribed, subscribed because I, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here. Um, they subscribed because they were listening to me. It was my show and it was a certain flavor. And then that show completely changed. And some people don't like that. And unfairly didn't give it a chance, I think. But eventually that they stopped doing the show. So when I came back and made this proposal and they accepted, I was really excited. I thought, this is cool. And again, I wasn't an employee. I was doing this kind of, you know, it was contract work through the company I own, MyMac Productions. And so I had interviewed and talked to a couple other companies, three other companies, as a matter of fact. And I had job offers on the table. And they were good job offers. And I would have enjoyed working at any of the three companies. Two of them in particular was really, really appealing. And then OWC came into the picture with a job offer. And at the end of the day, I know OWC. I, I know the owner. I know their organization. I've got a lot of, not just doing OWC radio. They, they had sponsored my Mac in the past. We'd done contests with them. We'd interviewed them at every Macworld Expo. Uh, I liked the company. I liked their customer service. I liked the way they did business. I liked the way they respected customers. I liked how they didn't lie 
in press releases. I like that the numbers like, that they show are real world numbers. They're not marketing fake numbers like a lot right. of companies do. I also like that. I mean, I've bought things from them. I remember the last time I had to change a hard drive. It came with the tools mm-hmm. and 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 instructions. I, I, this is the way I describe describe buying something from them. So I had a friend that had two older older MacBooks at the time. This is a while ago, but they really needed to upgrade memory. And they said, well, can you do it for us? And I said, well, you can actually do it yourself. And I pointed them to, you know, MacSales.com. Yep. And, I, and I walked them through where I said, buy this right here. You just want to order this. And I said, and it will come with all the information you need and tools you need. And I got a call from them like two weeks later when the package came. They go, oh, my God, that was so simple. And yep. I thought these people are not technical. They, they were scared to death to even put the screwdriver to the back panel, you know, but they did. Well, they also, OWC also has these uh, installation videos. They're up on YouTube, they're on the site, they're in iTunes, that will walk you step by step by step to how to do it yourself. In that time, they sent you a a printout that showed you step by step, and they did it themselves. They were so jazzed. So they buy all their stuff there now, too. But here's the problem. So that drive I went was, like I said, it was $379, but when I look up on... uh, OWC, it's five nineteen. Yep. So I have a loyalty up to a point, and unfortunately, that 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 savings of about uh, what was that, about one hundred and sixty dollars yep. was enough to make me look somewhere else for it. Yep. But see, I got what I I got I got exactly what I paid for. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, it's just that uh, drove me crazy. It's like so I'll probably end up buying it here anyway, just because I want to upgrade the drive, and I don't. You know, they they have that kit. You can take the optical drive out, but I still use my optical drive. Yeah, but you it's can get an external optical drive for 50 bucks, man. Yeah, it's true. And then you have storage space, so you don't have to get such a big SSD. You can actually drop down to like a 512, put that in where the optical drive is, and you could still have your internal hard drive for all your storage space. Yeah, that's true. And you put the OS and your most used applications on so the, the SSD. So the old drive goes in the... No. In the, the old drive goes in the the um, place well, you, where the you could, the but most people drive is. You could, but most people just leave it where it's at, and they put the um, the uh, SSD in uh, SSD into the. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I it, don't see I don't see that up here at the moment, but I'll have to look for that. And it's a it's a great option. That's what I did with my iMac, my 27 inch iMac. It doesn't have. I we pulled the screen out. We pulled the optical drive out, and uh, we put the data doubler in, and that's where we install the SSD and. That's where the huh. OS lives, and the other hard drive is still there with all my media files, my iTunes, and all that. Well, that's interesting. And it's so much faster. I was getting, and I and I could still go back and boot up from the old hard drive because the OS is still there. But I will occasionally go into the old OS on the internal hard drive, the standard drive, and it's a seventy-two hundred RPM. It's not like it was a super slow drive, fifty-four hundred or something. Okay. Uh, just to update the software, just in case anything happens to my main drive, I can still reboot from that one, and all's good. And it, it just beach balls. It's slow. It's, uh, it's just so my, painful. My, my MacBook Pro right now, it's down to about having only about 50 gigabytes left. Yeah, you got to have more And, and this is driving me crazy today. Only 50 gigabytes left. Right. Sitting next to me right now on my desk is my Atari 800 computer, which I pulled back out of the boxes, that has 48K of RAM <laughs> and, a, and a 92... K floppy drive. You couldn't put one MP3 on there. You could put one MP3 on it. I know. And it's like, and I look at this and go, and it plays full games and mm-hmm. stuff. It was like, I, I look at this and go, I've only got 50 gigabytes left. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it seems to be, it's slowing it down like crazy because I guess it's spending too much time swapping and stuff. I don't know. I, you know, I will never go back to a conventional hard drive. Um, I've been using my 
personal laptop for all my podcasting needs. And when I go into work Monday, they've got my new computer ready for me. And it is a, an i7 maxed out on RAM. They put the data doubler in there. They put an SSD plus a 500 gig what's the da- standard. What's the, data, what's the data doubler? A data doubler is basically a tray that fits in where your optical drive is. Oh, okay. And it gives you the okay. connection options to put a hard drive in there. Okay. Very cool. And it's just... it. Once you see, and, and you saw your wife's computer, once you start using an SSD, you just cannot go back oh, to Oh, no, the, no. I'm blown away yeah, at the speed Yeah, it's just machine. amazing. And I, and I look at her processor speed isn't any faster than mine. You know, it's only, we're only talking about a year and a half difference right. in machines, right? Uh, mine is the older one. And she, and she also got the Retina display, which, so for less than it would have cost us to buy her the MacBook Air she wanted, she traded a half a pound for a lot more computer. Right, uh, a lot but more. But it just is amazing how fast it is. Yeah, just, SSD just makes all the, the, it's the world of difference. It really is. Well, I turned it on and, and it goes, oh, Apple logo, boot, login. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, holy crap. <laughs> well, when I was still, when I was doing the original OWC radio, I was also doing some video productions and stuff for them on camera. And one of the ones that we did, we wanted, and this was at the dawn of SSDs. OWC right. was just getting into them. Uh, we took the, exactly the same hard drive. We cloned it and put it on an SSD. We installed it. We booted yeah, it up that. conventionally, and then we booted it up with the SSD. And I just, I, I was amazed at the speed difference. I mean, and it wasn't just booting up. It was then it was launching all of the Adobe suites. So right. it was you know Illustrator, Photoshop, blah blah blah. Well, Word is the one that always drives me crazy because it seems yep. to want to launch, load everything in its under the sun. Here, here's. It goes fast too. My my daughter likes to play. Uh, I'm gonna say it's Club Penguin, but it's no no. It's a game called Roadblocks. Okay. Uh, she well she used to anyways on the computer. Now she's way into Minecraft on the Xbox 360, and the iPhones. But I I couldn't let her play it for very long on the iMac because after about 20 minutes the fans are just blowing red hot. And, <laughs> And I was like, "It's Flash, right? That's Flash is doing that. That's really? What I, well, that's what I thought because it uses Flash, and so it should be cooler. I would expect. <laughs> so she could play it for about twenty minutes, and then I would make her stop, and then I would literally put the machine to sleep because it was so hot. I mean, you could put your hand up the top, and it was just blowing air like a hair dryer. Right? I have an old G five iMac. It still sits on my desk. I use it as a screen. But this is an i seven yeah. iMac maxed know, out on RAM that and. One, when the fan gets going, it gets hot. It gets hot. It really so, does, yeah. so I put the uh, the SSD in it, and I didn't even think about her flash game that she plays online. And she asked if she could play it, and I said, "Yeah, but it's going to get hot. Let me know when it starts oh, blowing." I'm sorry, you mean flash the programming language? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. It, well, this is an online. Flash. I was thinking flashes in solid state. No, 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 no. SSDs it's a flash game. Flash drives. No. Sorry. It, it's a My flash bad. game online. This roadblocks thing. So she starts playing it again, and I come in about an hour later, and I'm like, Brooke, you're supposed to let me, the machine's going to get too hot. She goes, it's still quiet. And I went over there, and it is, it's quiet. So whatever this Flash game was doing, it was pounding the hard drive, and the hard drive was getting hot, and that's what was kicking on the fans. But running on an SSD, no problem at all. I couldn't believe the difference. And... I'm a firm believer in SSD. I really am, and I don't say that because I'm I'm, I'm now a, an OWC employee. It's it's just night and day. It's it's amazing. Well, it is. I, I see it. It's you know when she was on her MacBook Air, my wife doesn't do anything more than she does a lot of editing and a lot of stuff online. So she's got 
browser a browser open with you know nine even tabs, browsing so. internet's faster with SSD. that's faster and then she has word running and she's doing a lot of wordpress stuff it, nothing that should really stress a computer and her poor little macbook air you go in there and you can hear the fan blowing full <laughs> rate and, the, and there's uh yeah. hot air coming out of the side and it's like Oh my god! You know, you bring up the uh, little processor thing, and it's pinned. Yeah, and I said, and it's just because of all the crap that the browser was trying to do. Yep, right now, to the hard and now just, it's dead silent. Yep, you don't hear the fans never coming on. The thing is is running. You know, like twenty percent of the processors. I mean, we're talking about SSD like it's some miracle new thing, and it's twenty fourteen. It's not, but it's not. I guarantee I mean, you, half the people listening to this episode still don't have SSD. I don't have it on my main machine, and that's what I'm changing it to. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at their make your Mac or PC faster. And what do they say up here? Up to 92 times faster than a hard drive. Yep. RAM, SSD. You do those things. You max out your RAM, and you put a, a fast SSD in your computer, and you have a brand new computer. Brand I new would. Computer. I do yeah. tell people if you're going to put the SSD in, start from scratch with the OS. Don't do yeah. a migration. Start from scratch. That's an interesting point. Okay. And. Uh, it, I've never heard a complaint. People are just like, "Wow, this it's like a brand new machine." I'm like, "I know." So we will <laughs> we will talk after this about getting me. What's the, there's a pro and a non-pro version. It looks like that's just speed, right? Yeah, um it, it, to be honest, you probably don't need the pro version. If you're doing a lot of video editing on it, I would say yeah, you'd probably want to get the pro version, but um for the most part, you're not going to see any difference. Okay. And you have no you've had no problem with you know, here's the problem being an engineer. I go, well, I know how Flash works, and it makes right. me nervous to have a hard drive made out of Flash. But here's right? the thing. Conventional hard drives are failing at a much higher rate than SSDs are. That's interesting to know. Yeah. Okay. When, when I was at Mac Specialist, of course, we were an Apple specialist. We did a lot of warranty work. Um, I could count on the number of hands how many times a, a Flash drive actually had a problem. 99% of all the problems were always a conventional hard drive. Yeah, they they yeah. It's not if, it's when. It's we when. know we all know that. Right, they absolutely. And yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm a I'm a sucker for backup like crazy. I, I have three backup systems. So yeah, I, I I've got two, but I, I remember when so, the first one I came across, I, I was there for over a year. This guy brings his computer in, he says that the hard drive died on it, and it was an SSD. And I was like, wow, I've never seen an SSD die like this before. <laughs> I I really hadn't. So well, my wife's MacBook Air it died. Yeah, it just she she went to she turned it off she slept it and she opened it the next day, and it came up with the sad Mac. It's like wow, I hadn't seen that. From, so we restarted and nothing. We didn't get it. Did, didn't get the you know you couldn't even do the command option to see what drives were available. It was just dead, and so we ran down to Apple Store, which was out of it was out of Apple Care, and we took it down to the Apple Store and they they looked at it and the guy said ah. For this flat rate price, I think you charge like $129 or something. It wasn't, we'll take it apart, figure out what's wrong with it, and fix it for you. So I said, fine, do it. So they did, and they put a brand new SSD drive in, and they fixed the computer and gave it back to her. So awesome. I can't complain. It wasn't no. very, it, it was less than the cost at the time that an SSD drive cost. Uh, November. Because I, ba I back her up completely. You know. You have to. I back her up. It was easy to restore within about an hour. Um. I do the full uh, full backup, but then I also do backups of just my iTunes library of music, just my photos, and have, just my yeah. media, which is you know all the movies and stuff. So, so I, have, I have I have basically yeah. four different backups yeah. that I have. Yeah, so you're very similar to mine. So I have Time Machine that runs. Yep, I don't normally. use Time Machine at all. I have Time Machine because because I like it because it creates a bootable drive. Well, so okay. does I use carbon uh, carbon copy, carbon copy too, and and then I have an old old program that a lot, it's not I shouldn't say old, 
some people don't use it anymore, but I have this thing called Retrospect. Yeah, oh god. And Retrospect used to be a dance product. Now it's owned, it was owned by EMC, and I think now the guys it's it's owned by um, I think it's owned by Roxio maybe now. I, yes, uh, it is, and it's still and, the only Mac solution if you want to back up to tape, like a dance. Well, and I used to back up to tape. I don't back up to tape anymore. Now Nobody I have, does. Now I have a two terabyte uh, network drive. It's cheaper to buy huge hard drives and a whole nother server and back up to that than it is to that's tape. What, that's, that's what I do. But this thing backs up all the machines in the house incrementally. Yep. So it runs every night. It runs, it doesn't run every machine every night. It, 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 it goes through and them that's all the time. That's retrospect. See the and little gears turning. It's a very, very expensive piece of software. It was, I got the last company I ran, we had it there. And when the company closed down, I had the license was in my name, so I kept it. <laughs> uh, and it's actually version eight, and they're up to version ten now, I think, uh, or maybe I'm version seven, and they're up to ten. But it still runs, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's, I just popped it up, and it says one execution running, and it's currently backing up my wife's laptop, doing a full backup. So what it does is it does incremental backups for two weeks, and then it does a, a full backup. Yeah, it does incremental. So she's got that too. Then it also backs up all my music, all my photos, onto two different drives. It's the way to go. Because I'm so worried my music will disappear. Oh, me too. And I'm not so worried about my music. I'm worried about my pictures. Your photos, I know. And my movies, because my movies are now family movies as well. Yeah, oh, good point. you know, it's, that's where your life is now is with your photos. You don't, if your house is on fire, you don't run in to grab the photo album anymore. You got to grab your hard drives. That's right. Well, you know, so I use, I use, um... I can't remember what the name of that service is. I don't remember. I use one of the, is it maybe it's Carbonite. Is that the one of the ones that? The, That's one of the ones that do it online. Online. So I use that for photos. Yep. So I have I've paid I pay for it online. Thing I, I've I've it. heard way too many heartbreaking stories, working at Mac Specialist for three and a half years, of a, a family coming in with their laptop saying, you know. It, it's not working, and, right and all my baby, who's three years old, every photo yeah. since she was born is on here, and we boot it up, and the hard drive is just going click, 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 and I'm like, did you make any backups? No. Oh, just well, that's when that's when you send them to um, drive savers, uh, drive savers, which is very expensive, but yep. I've been blown away by what they're able to pull. Yeah, they're amazing. Drives. I mean, they, they charge a lot, but you get what you pay for. Yeah, I mean, I we had a we had a network server go down that turned out it was never being backed up it was an error in retrospect actually that we never we never looked at the logs so we just assumed it was backed up and it crashed and we went to go look and it was you know cannot connect to drive cannot connect to drive it's like oh god and we had to send the drive to drive savers and they got everything back yeah they're pretty i mean they literally take it into a white room take it apart platter by platter and yep well they know. actually put we want we got to watch part of it they take the platters out yes and and then they they um if there's a crash they polish the part that's if there's anything they have to worry about, and they install them in a in a rig that lets them read them as if it was a new drive. Yep. Right, and then they pull the data off. Now it came off raw, and then they have all these algorithms that put it back together. But we got we got like ninety seven percent of what we needed back, and what we got what was lost was serv- was uh, system stuff. So we didn't care. Unless there was actual water damage, fire, or a physical problem with one of the platters those type of companies get can get it back yeah well what happens a lot of crashes is that the heads will scrag across the disc yep and if that happens you know they're not going to get it all back Mm-mm. it's just not going to happen but they'll get some of it back i always get the majority about, of it back actually last thing you say water though so i was at i worked at a tar- i worked at apple rather uh during the big earthquake 1989 uh 
the, the last big earthquake we've had here in San Francisco. And uh, I volunteered on the recovery team. So we had to go around and find computers and drives and stuff and see what we could salvage. So these guys bring in this computer and these drives, and they're all covered with, with salt. Wow. I, it literally covered with salt. And, and I looked at them and I said, did you get this out of like Danza 3 on the third floor? They go, yeah. And I said, well, those are mine. So I had had a saltwater aquarium on my desk, a little saltwater aquarium on my desk, 15-gallon or 20-gallon. And during the earthquake, it fell over. Oh. And it drowned my computer. Mm-hmm. So I open up this computer, and it's just like the computer's gone because the saltwater has gone onto the, the, the circuit board. Yeah, it's corrosion. And the, ba- and the battery has just corroded it, and it's just like eating things away. But I pull the hard drive out, and it's encrusted in salt. So I just drop it in a bucket of fresh water, and I rinse it. Then we take it over to this this um, test chamber that was very warm, and we dry it out for about an hour. And I plugged it in, and it booted, and it came up. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> and we were just laughing like crazy, like, oh, my God, did that thing survive that? And uh, the second one, the case was so rusted on the other one that I had to take the case apart. We got all the data off it, but for probably about three years – that drive ran open in the air, mm-hmm. sitting on my the windowsill of my new office in, at Apple. It was connected. I didn't keep anything on it. And it finally died when one of the guys I worked with threw a Frisbee and it came in my office and hit the drive. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how I do my backups right now. I use uh, uh, the newer tech, which is an OWC product, but I've had them for six or seven years now. Um, you know, it, it, it just allows me to plug in hard drives. It looks like a little toaster. They're called the Voyager. Yeah. Right. And that's, it, that's what I it, use. It takes a raw drive. Right. And I just pop them in. And when that one's done, I take it out. I have this little plastic case that I keep my hard drives in, put it in there. Cool. And I use the three and a half inch drives too. No, no. When I meant raw drive, I meant without the outsides. Yes. Yeah. I knew what you meant. No, this meant a drive where you could see the platter spinning and the head moving. Oh, and, ooh, that's. You know, it was all, it was opened. <laughs> because I was done with it, right? It was opened. So because we had, it was all rusted. The only It'd be kind of neat to rusted. watch it though. It ran. It had it connected to like a two FX. Oh, it's fast. Okay, and it ran forever. It was like an extra data drive, and I, that FX was running AUX at the time, Apple's Unix right operating system. So I used it as a scratch drive, and honest to God, for about three years, it just sat in the sun on the windowsill <laughs> with a cable cable running out of it. And people used to come in and laugh, going, "Oh, the dust is going to get that." And I always thought it would die fairly quickly. I was amazed at how long the drive ran opened. That's crazy. And literally, a, a frisbee hit it, squarely, <laughs> just nailed the the disc. You know, hit hit the thing, knocked it over in the air. You know, okay, we're done with that drive. And it literally put this scratch. I mean, there was a there was a gouge across the platter because it had fallen over on the head. But we laughed like crazy for how long that ran. November twenty fourth, twenty ten was the very first time that you appeared here on Tech Fan. Of course, you were on the MyMac podcast as well. What number that. was that? Uh, episode 9. 9. I know it was early. I remember it was early. Yep. In, and in you were on with both David and I. So right. that wasn't just, you know, coming in to guest host because either David or I were gone. Now, you've done you've guest hosted with David as well when I wasn't here. I have. Yeah. I have. So you're, you are our go-to guy. I like it. I uh, love doing this. The the only issue of having you on more often is simply where you live. You're on the West Coast. I'm on the wrong time zone. Right. And when David and I, because he's in the UK, when we record the show, we can't really go too much later because then he can't do it. 
Right, 7 a.m. here, right? Right, when we were the show. Get up, well, I'm more worried if I get up, I wake my wife up. All right. Know, it's like, so, but yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll join you guys. You know, just keep asking and I'll well, find I, a day where I can get up early. I, we both really like having you on the show and I really appreciate you coming on this week and uh, saving my bacon from doing a solo show. <laughs> you know? Well, thank you for having me. And David, I'm sorry you weren't here, but uh, hopefully I'll have a chance to bounce off of you next time. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode of Tech Fan. We'd really love to get feedback from anybody out there. You can send feedback to yeah, Tim at techfanpodcast.com. If you want to email David, it's david at techfanpodcast.com. Or go to techfanpodcast.com and just leave a, a message right underneath the show notes uh, for this one, uh, 175. If you want to reach out to Owen, how would they uh, find you online? Are you on Twitter? Uh, I'm trying to remember my MyMac address. Is it um, am I Owen at MyMac.com or yes. oh, Ruben at MyMac? No, you're Owen, you're Owen. At, Owen at MyMac.com. That's yep. probably the best way to get me. I didn't figure we'd have another Owen at MyMac, so I, I just gave you Owen at MyMac. <laughs> so, I couldn't remember. You know, I, I'm almost O Ruben at everything. Yeah, right. You know, it's like uh, at one point I just tried to grab emails as they came out. The only one I didn't get was Hotmail. Uh, I've someone had had, someone had beat me to Hotmail, so uh, I actually have a Hotmail address. I don't use it, but that's O R Ruben at, at Hotmail. Um, I've, I've had publisher at mymac.com for yeah. like 15 years, 16 years, because when we launched mymac, there really wasn't no internet to speak of that people used. And so once the internet became a thing, of course we jumped on with the website immediately and we could have our own email address is such an awesome thing at your Ooh. address. That was such a huge thing. That was cool. Yes. And uh, I've been on press lists since then. <laughs> I think. I think oruben at oruben.com also works. Does I haven't it? used that for a while. But oruben.com is a website a fan built for me about, you know, it's an old, I guess someone just gave me crap the other day because it has frames. That's how old that yeah. site is. <laughs> it has frames. Uh, what, someday I will tear it apart and put it all into like WordPress or something. But it's got a whole bunch of stories about my time in the game industry. And I think that's oruben.com. And you can send to, send to oruben at oruben.com. That also gets to me. And, of course, it's been such a long time since we talked about you as a game developer and your time at Atari and Apple that uh, we should look at redoing one of those shows, even though, you know, I'm, David and myself have both heard the stories. It's going to be a lot of listeners who haven't. I mean, you created a video game, that, yeah. Major Havoc, and I just emailed you about that because I'm looking to buy an arcade cabinet. And I came across this list. This guy sent me this huge list. And that's one of the arcade. It's not. It's not working. But he just has, the cabinet. Yeah, it's just the cabinet, and he still wants like four hundred bucks for it. Yeah, a lot of people want that cabinet because it was a very unusual cabinet. Yep. It was. I think uh, iRobot was in there, and I think maybe Paperboy. Well, in that it's because of too. that game that I found you originally because I was I think, reading. I think you're right. Yeah. I, well, I was reading uh, the history of video games by uh, Stephen Kent. Stephen Kent. And your name was in there. And I remember thinking, I don't know why, but I looked you up online. And your you website, probably found my website. Yeah, and it said built on a Mac, and that's when I reached out to you. It and was it was built on a Mac, exactly. It's true. It still it still is. <laughs> I, I, you know, I actually I, I update it occasionally. It's pretty old data, but it's if you want to know about the original times in arcades, that you know arcade design, there's a lot of stories up there. Yep. So, Owen, again, thanks for coming on this week. We're going to wrap up uh, Tech Fan, and we'll be back in one week. David should be back with us, and uh, we'll see you guys then. Cheers. Cheers.